all greetings. I greet you all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, glory be to our God today that we are here um, to discuss His Word, to talk about His Word, His wonderful Word that He has for us. Um, there's a verse in the book of Psalms that says, um, it's in Psalms 130, um, Psalms 138 verse 2, I'm, I'm not really sure on that, um, but it says that, um, um, which was David actually, I just, you know, praising God, he said that, um, God, you, you exalted your word and your name above everything. You know, that is such a wonderful scripture. Our God has exalted his name and his word above everything, which means anything in our lives that is not his word or his name is beneath the name and the word of God. And, you know, that is such a wonderful thing, such a wonderful thing. And when you read, I think it's First Peter chapter 4, verse 16, where it says that, you know what, as a Christian, if you suffer, you should still praise God because, because, because you, 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 you have the name because you have the name of a Christian. So if you're a Christian and you're suffering, you need to be proud, you need to praise God more for it. Because why? Because you have the name. And why would you praise God in your suffering? It's because you have the name. And your name, according to that verse in the book of Psalms 138 verse 2, it says that He, His name and His word, it is exalted above everything, which means there is nothing under the sun that is bigger than the word of God and the name of God. And already that in the book of Revelation says that um, every knee shall bow in the name of Jesus. Every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. How wonderful is that? How great is that? And that's exactly why I'm so joyful and happy today. And, you know, excited to be the one to be here um, right now to share this word with you. I'm about to share with you something that is more valuable than anything on this earth. Something that is exalted above any riches, above any worldly possessions, above any knowledge, above any degree, any doctrine, anything. This right now, what you're listening to right now, it's exalted above anything because it is the word of God. And um, I pray to God that, you know what, it continue being just that. It, it never becomes me just saying what I think and what is on, I you know, um, my own, I know, personal preferences or, you know. Uh, <laughs> so, and there's this thing that I started saying lately, um, calling it uh, biblical fetishes. Um, you know what a fetish is, right? Okay, so, um, I, not, not to sound nasty, but uh, I was speaking with a friend and I was just saying that, you know what, there's some people... In, 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 in the kingdom of God, um, so I don't say in the kingdom of God, but there are people, you know, calling themselves Christians that have their own biblical fetishes, that have a part of the Bible that they love so much, and they, 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 they ignore everything else. They just focus on that one thing, then they ignore anything else. They build entire religions and, and entire uh, rituals upon just one part of the Bible, and, you know, um, well, here in South Africa, there's actually a number of them, so... Um, I just pray to God that, you know, this never becomes that for me. This never becomes that, that I never actually find my own biblical fetish, that I just focus on and ignore the rest of the word of the God, the, the rest of the word of God. So, yes. So, okay, so today I'll actually be discussing the three main lies that the enemy tells us, and the three main lies that we accept, and the three main lies that leads to our fall. And uh, for this, we'll be going through the book of Genesis, um, um, you know, Genesis chapter 3, um, talking about the fall, the fall of Adam and Eve, because um, most times we ignore those books, like, you know, um, it's in the beginning, it doesn't really matter, but 
um, we actually live Genesis each and every day. We actually live Genesis each and every day. I believe that our lives, our faith in God, begins to 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 to, to fade into lack because we forget Genesis. Because we forget the very first verse in the book of Genesis that says, um, "God created the heavens and the earth." I believe that um, when we struggle with troubles, with stress, with with all these things, with all these worldly troubles, it is because we have forgotten that our God has created the heavens and the earth. I was just speaking to one of my clients as of late and, and the client said that you know what they, they cannot longer believe in god because they believe that god does not hear their prayers that god you know um god, they feel that god is powerless with whatever problems that, that they are facing and you know that, that there is total there is total unbelief there is a person who has forgotten in genesis 1 verse 1 that god created the heavens and the earth that's what he is able to do he can create the heavens and the earth this very earth where you, you claim that you are suffering right now he created it all in, in all in its entirety and so you you are doubting his powers just to fix it whatever little problem and the only reason that i see that people are suffering with these little problems is not just that they've forgotten uh, the power of god it is also that they are not focused on the power of god but they are focused on those problems um let me tell you one thing um do you see um how your eyes see anything right now that you can just go do just, just just look around if you can take a pen and you pay you put the pen right there like right close to your eye right in front of your eye just focus on that pen tell me what else you see you won't see anything else you don't see how big you are personally you won't see how big you are you won't see how small that pen is in your hand you will lose perspective because that pen it is so close in your eyes that is so close to your eyes and that's exactly what happens with people in their problems they are so focused on their problems their troubles and this problem becomes the biggest things ever in the in, in, in um in their eyes and then they start to doubt god he who created the heavens and the earth because they are so focused there so their problems is just right there in their face and um so okay so today uh we're talking about uh the three main lies that the enemy tells us and that um that's our fault that we get to positions like that that we get to places like that that we feel hopeless that you feel like you know we don't know what to do that we feel like you know what there's no hope then um those lies they actually lead to something you know what maybe i should die maybe if i can kill myself and that is a lie you're gonna go to hell you're gonna regret it um so i advise against that don't 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 do that um all right so okay so let's start by this verse that you all know i think um it's in hosea chapter 4 verse 6 and it says uh, my people are destroyed from lack of knowledge and that is true that is very true even to this day it was true in their day it is also true to this day that um god's people are, are being destroyed because of their lack of knowledge and not because the knowledge they don't know not because the knowledge was never presented to them let me tell you right now your destruction that is happening we are being destroyed this day and age it is not because knowledge is not available to us it is because we have rejected the knowledge we have rejected the knowledge we know the word of god and even if you do not know the word of god the bibles are available if you think a bible book is it's so expensive this very device you are listening to this with you can download an app and read that but you know we you know why you're not doing it well let's read still um chapter 4 verse 6 it says because you have ignored the law of your god 
highlight that ignored parts. That is why it's destroying the kingdom of the, the, the children of God today. That is why it's destroying the Christians today. You know, the Christians today are one of the most sad people you can find around. They're one of the most destructive people that you can find. You find a Christian person that, that gets um, only two things right in the Bible and they will boast about it. They will destroy other people with it. And, that, and it's not because, you know, they are really holier than thou and those who are actually suffering. It is not because they are really suffering. It is because they have ignored the law of the law of the the law of God. They have ignored the teachings of God. They are ignoring the things that they see that you know what they think um, they are not good at as of yet maybe I will say. And so they choose to ignore them. They choose to live their lives. And the truth is you can never ever 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 um, mix your own ways and God's ways. They will clash. They will never work. And if you think that you know what you can do you and also do God. You are lying to yourself. You are just doing you. Because you, because God is, is, is not in sync with you because our very nature is sinful because of Adam and Eve. So you can you can be godly. You can be godly because you know we see that Jesus Christ speaking um, speaking in the New Testament when he said to the woman, um, he said to that adulterer, he said, um, okay, um, go and sin no more. There was a command, which means it was possible to sin no more, and. It is possible to live a godly life. It is possible to live a godly life through Christ. And we choose not to in certain times and, and, and sort of try to water down the gospel, try to water down the word of God to make it better suit us. And by doing that, you are not choosing God, you are choosing yourself. And by doing so, you are ignoring the law of God. We're ignoring, we're ignoring, we're ignoring the knowledge of God. Like in the, like the Bible says in the book of Isaiah 4, 6, and in that ignoring of it, now we are being destroyed. And in our destruction, never ever should we ever blame God for it. Never should we ever blame God for it. And when you pray, say, God, I'm praying, please help me, please help me, please help me. And let me tell you one thing, God is faithful and God will always help, help you and God, God will always be there for you. But it is impossible for you to see the, the, the work of God. It is impossible for you to see now God coming out, reaching his hand for you if you don't know who God is. If you don't know God's word. Because there's no way for you to identify it. You cannot be seeking God and also uh, seeking other things. Seeking, your own, um, seeking, um, seeking after your own selfish ambitions and things like that. Because I was just um, thinking, um, I was just talking to, I was just thinking actually, um, and I think I shared this with somebody. That I myself, I was once at a place where I prayed, I was praying. You know, I was praying and I was crying to God for things in my life, for things to work out and everything. To God to, you know, to bless me so I can help people around me, so I can help this person, this person. And truthfully, after God, after I continued just seeking God, God showed me that my prayer was un- was was not faithful. My prayer was ungodly. How was my prayer ungodly if I was praying for other people, if I was praying, you know, so that I can bless other people? My prayer was ungodly because in reality, I did not want God to bless those people. I want God to give me something so that I can give it to those people according to my judgment, according to how much I want to give them, according to how much I think they deserved. And by so, um, I wanted to also receive the praise. I wanted them to praise me. I wanted the praise to I wanted the praises to come to me. I wanted the thanks. They are thing I wanted their thanksgiving to come to me because I am the one who's helped them in, in certain ways. And I realized it and, and God showed me this and God answered my prayers. God bless all those people according to their needs. 
and it was not from me but it was my prayers and i i am in awe at this sometimes you know what when these things happen it was like almost to the measurement of how i prayed and god blessed them and then right there and then i saw that god answers my i answered my prayers but if i was still not seeking god just seeking my own glory i would have never seen that god has, has actually answered my prayers and blessed me because that is the problem without knowing god that is the problem with ignoring his knowledge that is the problem with rejecting his teachings rejecting his will and rejecting him because let me say one thing you know we really 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 okay prayer is a very important part of a christian we really need to pray to build a relationship with god to know our god to god to know our god and actually to go back to have somebody to go um to to, to, to remove all the the pretenses you know with and yet i find that you know what also pray um the way that it has been taught in it, it has been taught as a form of laziness that people don't really see god but they think you know what i just pray uh, i'll just pray and you know um god will bless me with whatever um selfish thing that i want i believe every good and perfect gift come from above it comes from god and that being said every good and perfect coming from god we do not always know what is good and perfect for us like a child a child never not, not doesn't always know what is good and right for them and but if as a child you ignore the knowledge of 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 your, of your adults you would never know what's good and just for you and exactly going back to this verse Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 that my people are being destroyed because they are because of their lack of knowledge you will be destroyed by the thing that you will think this is good for you and God knows that it's not good for you and because you are not seeking to know what God has to say about it you will be destroyed you will be in pain you will be crying your tears or you will be crying your eyes out tears will be flowing you will not know what to do you feel like God has forsaken you it was not because God has forsaken you it's because whatever that you are seeking for whatever that you are after it is not good for you and you will never know what is good for you because you don't want to listen to God. You are, you are forsaking His teaching. You are ignoring His law. You understand? You are reject. You reject His knowledge. And those things. That thing is very important. That we really need to know the Word of God. You need to know what God has to say about you in your life. You need to, you need to know what is the knowledge of God. There are religions here in this world that are straight up evil straight up answer christ and they came to worship god and there are people there who, who went to those kind of religions and um or churches because they were really seeking god and wanting god and then they were told that you know what you don't need to read the bible here's a book of prayers just recite these prayers if you sin just say these prayers four just say this prayer four times and your sins have been forgiven people are being taught lies and people are taking these lies and people are believing these lies because they do not know God. They do not know what God has to say about their lives. You find um, Christian people who call themselves Christians, and they are so ungodly in, the, in, the, in their what do you call? In their lives, what they say, what they do, nothing about it glorifies God, because they have rejected God's law. And I love the power says ignored. Because most of us ignore, like me myself, ignore. I have a client who knows the word of God, knows what the word of God says, but because they want to do their own thing, they go looking in the internet and look for preachers 
that will say something that will now be more to their liking, not more to what the word of God says. And then that person becomes destroyed and think, why? I did one, two, three. That is the common, that is the common um common saying or common theme with all the people who follow their own teachings, who follow their own ways, whatever they want, who choose who choose themselves over God, who choose themselves over God, what they want over what God wants, who choose what they say over what God says. At the end of the day, when they get destroyed, when something gets stolen from them, their peace, their joy, their sleep, you know, they all say one thing. Why doesn't God love me? Why does God not answer my prayers? It is not really <laughs> it is not really because God has changed or God has forsaken you. God loves you, will never leave you nor forsake you. But you are like another thing about this, these people are not realizing they are deliberately like time after time choosing to be destroyed. You know, the Bible says in the in the book of um Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19 that's okay I'll bring the heavens uh, against you right now um it was Moses saying that you know what um I bring before you um life and death blessing and cursing um therefore choose life so that you and your descendants may live um it's exactly that and the people are choosing death they are choosing cursing each and every time and they know that's the sad part they know which one is life but they do not choose life because life does not go along with their own lustful needs, with their own selfish desires. With my own selfish desires, that's the truth. With my own selfish desires, I I, I had a lot of selfish desires. I, you know what, truthfully, I still do. I still do have my own things, you know what, I still you know, have my own selfish desires. And the truth and the word of God does not go along with it. And if I know, I know this is the knowledge that I know. I know if I choose me, I have chosen death. I have chosen the enemy of a God. I have chosen death. I have chosen curses. And when I'm being destroyed, <laughs> it will not be cause God. It will be cause me. The same thing as it happened in the book of Genesis with Adam and Eve. The fall came because, again, right now, I said we were going to talk about the three lies of the devil. All right, let's get to it right now. Let's get to it right now. All right, um, because I, all right, I'm just seeing that you know what this recording, you know, is, it has gone on too long, but I think it gets to be longer because I haven't actually touched about the three lies of the enemy. So let's talk about them. Let's discuss them. All right, the first one, the first lie. Okay, let's go back to um, Genesis chapter three. Genesis chapter three. Uh, right, right, right. Um, Genesis chapter three. It is titled "The Fall" in my Bible. Um, so that is the fall in the um, in my book. Okay. So the first lie. The first lie the enemy tells you, as I said, as I said earlier, that you know, Genesis is a very important book. It is very important and it's not something that happened long, 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 long time ago that it became irrelevant. We leave Genesis each and every day. When you wake up, you are faced with Genesis. You are faced with the snake offering you these three lies. Number one, let's discuss it. That the word of God is insufficient or irrelevant to certain situations think about this that is another lie 
that the enemy tells you that the word of God is irrelevant or insuff- insufficient. What does the enemy say? Did okay. Um, let's read verse one, Genesis three, verse one. Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God has made. Um, he said to the woman, "Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden?" All right. So now that's it. That is the first part. That, that you know the enemy says. Say, did God really say you must not eat alone? That the word of God is irrelevant. It's insufficient, or somehow incorrect that is the first lie that the enemy fills us and by saying this is that you know we know what the word of god says about certain things um let me make a simple thing about you know what marriage we know what the word of god says about marriage but because we have our own um lustful desires we have our own selfish ambitions and needs and whatever we choose to ignore what the word of god says about that we do our own thing we go dating let me say one thing okay i always say this but dating is ungodly it has never been it will never be it's ungodly and we do it does not matter if you say christian dating is still dating it's a lie and you know this thing called progressive christianity they just put they just put christian um before any godly thing and then they think it makes it godly you know that that that, 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 that that's not how it works if it's godly it's because it's, it's from the word of god and god said so that it is his and so anything else that you just create up and there's just you know suits you whatever needs of yours and you just put christian next to it it doesn't ever make it good all right um so yeah so that's that's one thing that the word of god is irrelevant Again, the part of marriage and dating and everything, sex. We we make our own things and say, you know what? Um, then we say, you know what? Um, everybody is doing it. My pastor does not read, does not object to this. Let me tell you one thing. Your pastor is an individual human being, and he one day has to answer for all the people that he has led astray with his lives. But again. As much as he will be responsible for leading you astray, you will be held responsible for believing in lie while the truth is available to you. Because the only reason why a person would want to follow something that is contrary to the word of God and not follow and not actually just trust the word of God as it is, it is exactly what Isaiah 4 6 said. We reject his knowledge. We ignore the law of God. We ignore. And to ignore, you do this intentionally. This is done intentionally. No person will say that, you know what, um, when I had sex before marriage, I did not know that it was wrong to have sex before marriage. You did it intentionally because everybody else was doing and because you wanted to. Unless unless a person, you know, I'll, I'll say, um, you know, the unfortunate times, you know, there are people, people getting raped. I'm not talking about that. That's just a work of the enemy and, you know, it's, it's a horrible thing. I'm talking about those who chose to do it. And it is not because you know I, I you know I was still a kid. I did not know better. You did. You made the choice. You made the choice to do it. You made the choice. And right now, as I'm, I don't want to talk about that um, specific example, but I'm saying that in each and every day when you wake up, we come across decisions, come across things to do, things, the choices that we make in each and every choice. There is what the word of God. There is the truth of the word of God then 
and yet we choose to do you know then we, we then we choose what we want to choose um another client of mine from um some country in asia um said that what if it's your job it is my say like what if it's your job what is it what if it's your job to you know to be a model to dress to, to dress up in lingerie that's how you feed your family and everything it does not matter why you're doing it if god is against it god is against it. if the word of god if the if the word of god says something to say something about it and it is true it will never change it does not matter if you know what you become a prostitute and you use that money to feed the hungry or you know to feed yourself you know, to, 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 so that you can live or something like that for you to survive just Christ said this, said those who try to save their lives will lose it. And those who lose their life for his sake, they'll actually find it. It goes back to who do you trust, who do you worship? Because if it is, if you worship yourself, definitely you will not be worshiping God. And if you're worshiping God, you will definitely not be worshiping yourself. If they say they're going to kill you because, you know, they, they, they want you to, to do this, to walk naked and do things like that. You will not do those things. And I find people like most of the time will come to me asking me stupid questions like, so does the Bible say anything about wearing miniskirts or you know what, wearing reveal, revealing tops? And the only reason that person is asking those things is because they know the Bible doesn't say anything basically about, you know what, miniskirts and, you know, revealing tops. But they know the truth. And they are asking because they are trying to sort of um numb they're trying to kill the consciousness they're trying to kill the word of god they're trying to kill the 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 god inside of them rebuking them from what they're doing and they you know they just want to collect numbers you know to their sides that is exactly the same thing that the, 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 the gays and all those people living ungodly lives try to do they try to gain support because they know the truth but they try to convince other people, you know, of whatever, of their own lustful desires and whatever. And that is the first lie again. This is the first lie that the enemy does. That the word of God is, is not is insufficient or that it's irrelevant. Oh no, the word of God doesn't say anything about miniskirts and revealing tops. So it must be good. Don't lie to yourself. Trust God. Trust the word of God as it is. That's a lie from the enemy. And if you say that, like I once had a preacher say, you know what, if you want the Bible to specifically say something about your sin, about the wrong thing that you're doing, and you don't want to listen to advice, you know what, forget about the rest of the Bible, then don't take in salvation, because the Bible does not give your home address when it talks about salvation. It does not say your name when it talks about salvation, so forget about it, because it doesn't say it directly, right, if that's how you're going to take it. And see, then it becomes inconsistent. Your argument becomes inconsistent. Inconsistent. Then you know that the Bible doesn't say really anything about, you know what, um, smoking. So, you know, it doesn't say anything about smoking. So I, I, can, I, I, can, I can smoke. There's, 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 there's no cocaine in the Bible or anything like that. But you know the truth. Now, don't you? And the only way you will do contrary is because, again, Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 is because you ignore the law of God you reject his knowledge and therefore like it happened to those people you'll be destroyed because of your lack of knowledge you know why because if you don't choose God you choose the enemy John chapter 10 verse 10 and this is the truth it has nothing to do with that is how it is okay the second lie the second lie that the enemy tells us that you 
you can make it you can succeed outside of god there is promotion there is goodness outside of god there is none there is only death <laughs> um there is only death there is only death you know what um now that i think about it i'm sorry but i think i'm going to make this into sort of like a series and today we discuss the first lie all right so yeah as i'm thinking about it i'm, I'm going to let's make it like that i'm sorry that this is all you know <laughs> disorganized um but yeah i'm just thinking about you know um i think each of these lies um it will take a bit long i just you know what to talk up to talk on and to cover some ground on it so so today I, i guess let's just leave you to the first one the first lie that says you know what um the word of god with the enemy the, the lie that the enemy tells us that the word of god is somehow irrelevant or insufficient or, or even incorrect you know in any situations because i am telling you the word of god especially one thing that uh, people um they seem to be suffering upon um okay i've noticed this that the world that we live in we live in a sort of brothel mentality and in this brothel mentality it's all about sex and money if it's not about sex it's money sex money 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 and that's all the things that, that are in people's heads and so in that brothel mentality in that brothel mentality um you know we 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 we, the, we think the word of god somehow is insufficient or irrelevant to certain things when it comes to that but that is very very wrong the bible makes it clear you know when it comes to sex and with sexual immorality it actually says it over and over again even in the very last page in the bible go look there it says clearly that all those who are sexually immoral will not be welcomed into the new city they will not be given permission to the tree of life do you hear that sexual immorality no permission to the tree of life choosing to be sexually Im- sexually immoral because some lady on the internet told told you to you know you need to embrace your sexuality or some other lie like that or some or some other stupid thing that is being said out there you 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 know you do um all these weird things and all of that and you try you find a justification in what another you know person who doesn't who does not know god said you have deliberately ignored the word of god and taken you have deliberately ignored the teachings of the almighty god and chosen the teachings of whoever that person is whoever those people are you will be in the same class as they are i don't care if you go to church how many times because again i've been reading my bible it doesn't really talk about church attendance it talks about your heart it talks about what you do it talks about trusting in god having faith in god and doing his commandments it doesn't talk about your church attendance doesn't care about your high heels you know in your white dress or whatever you suit in your pointy shoes and so the truth is the truth and the truth has never changed and most of the time if you are in the wrong the truth does not sit well with you that's when it takes you to be humble to be humble before god and actually bring yourself before god and god he is faithful he's wonderful he will forgive your sins and will cleanse you of all unrighteousness that is why my bible is saying this what the truth is 
and the enemy will tell you that the word of God is irrelevant, whatever situation. You going to school, in your work, in your jobs. I get this question, like, does God want me to do good in my job? Yes, it does. He said, that, okay, the Bible, Apostle Paul wrote this. He said, serve your earthly masters. Serve your earthly masters like you are serving Lord God Almighty. Even if they don't treat you right, you treat them right. Because you know who you are. Whose child are you of? Whose spirits are you of? Because the only way you ever do contrary is if you are not the, you are not from the Spirit of God. You are not from the Holy Spirit. You are not from the, 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 the Lamb, Jesus Christ. You are not from our Father, God, God Almighty. You are not from the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. Jesus Christ, He who commanded us to love one another as He has loved us. He loved us while we treated Him badly. He loved us while He loved the people while they were crucifying Him. And died for their sins as they were committing them on Him. And yes, there are people that you can't talk to, you can't handle. Know whose spirit you're of. You do God's word. I don't care what the world is to say about it. They might call you a fanatic. They might call you out of touch with reality. They might call you whatever names. But if you are not God to your own self, it wouldn't matter because you know who your God is. The Bible says, Jesus Christ actually said, do not keep your riches on this earth. Because, because your heart is where your riches are, where your treasures are. And if you keep your treasures and your new riches in heaven, that's where your heart will be. So you do good. You don't get weary of doing good. You do not get weary of anything. And if you are suffering and you are a Christian, be proud and praise God. Glory to Jesus. Glory to God. He is wonderful. He never changes. He's the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. He is Alpha. He's Omega. He's the beginning. He's the end. He is the source of all strength. He is love itself. His grace is abounding. His love endures forever. Give praise because you bear the name of Christ. You bear the name of God. The Bible says in the book of John chapter 1 verse 12 that we who believe in His name, we who believe in the Lamb, we believe in Jesus Christ, we earn the right to be the children of God. Not born of man, not born of the will of man, but born of God. This is wonderful. So whenever the enemy tells you this lie that the word of God is irrelevant, that the word of God is insufficient, whatever you're struggling with, if it is death, it is anything. Do you know sometimes that it does not seem logical? Truthfully, it does not seem logical. Um, let me just show you with a little story about how it seems unlogical it seems. Um, so I made some debts um, back, back in the day and not having means to pay the debts and everything. Um, and you know, and then yeah okay cool and then okay i remember that you know what what you just crossed it up about that oh no man anything except for love and okay cool and time and time went on i would just need a little thing little 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 little, little things things that i can actually pay back immediately i'll say if i can just make this one dad's you know i could just make it with my cell phone one dad's you know maybe like a dollar a dollar's worth of debts and I can I can pay it back easily but then then I'm, I'm given the choice again who are you gonna choose who are you gonna lean on 
are you going to lean on your own understanding and your own thinking and your own mind or are you going to lean on God and and you be like this this doesn't sound logical that's not what the bible talks about the bible doesn't talk about little things like that that's exactly why many people are lost because they think the bible is talking about grand things bible is talking about the very very little things remember when Jesus Christ said you know what um be perfect therefore is your heavenly father is also perfect before he said that he said greet everyone do not just go greet the people that you know but greet everyone be nice to everyone as your heavenly father he who said who 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 who, who makes the sun rise on both the good and the evil the good and the bad be perfect as he's perfect you get that you understand that it has nothing to do about how small a thing is or how grand a thing is it's about the principles about who you worship and who you worship you don't show that you worship him by doing grand things you show that you worship that per- you show that you worship that god that deity by the little things and you leave monday tuesday wednesday thursday Friday, Saturday, ungodly, and then you come to church. That means nothing at all. You don't worship God. You just go to church, and it has nothing to do with God, basically. How you what the Bible says it. How how are we saved? It says that if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, we are saved. Romans chapter ten, verse ten. I love it when it says that. Um, it says in the NIV version that you know what. Um, you know what you confess with your mouth, but it is with your heart. That you are justified. Justification is in the is in the heart. I don't care what you do. I don't care how shiny your suit is. Justification is in the heart, and the only way we can fall, we can fall from all these things and fall for all these things, is by believing the lie of the devil. Slowly, by slowly, 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 but by but surely, we 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 are heading to hell because of thinking that the word of god is insufficient that the word of god is irrelevant to certain situations or that the word of god is incorrect or outdated why don't you try to be progressive why don't you try to be up to date to try to be with the times and also a christian you've already just missed it you are just lost already lost because many of the things that we call modern are just outright ungodly what you call a modern family it's you know is full of homosexuality adultery you know sexual immorality it's just filled with lies filth and all the ungodly things it's filled with individuality you know um (laughs) i don't really want to talk about individuality so much that um but individual, the way that the, the world teaches individuality, that you find that, you know what, um, everybody, you just be you. The husband, you just be you. You like what you like. And also allow me to just be me and do what I like. You ch- children, you just do you and everything. There's no longer the sense of family. At the end of the day, it's just a bunch of strangers living under the same roof. They don't know each other. They don't basically even like each other. <laughs> All right, um, I might be getting off topic right now, but again, these are the very same things that happen with rejecting the Word of God, ignoring the Word of God, ignoring His teachings, and listening to the lie of the devil, the very first lie, thinking the Word of God is insufficient, that the Word of God is irrelevant, or the Word of God is out of date, 
per se you will fall because if you don't choose god you choose the enemy if you don't choose god if you don't choose life you choose death if you don't choose blessing you choose cursing i pray that god equips you with the truth that we just shared today i pray that this abounds in your heart i pray this becomes your life i pray that i pray that you become aware in whatever you do in everything that you do that you become attentive also to the word of god to what it's saying and i pray that you you able your eyes open you're able to see the lies of the enemy right in front of you and i pray that god gives you the strength gives you the courage and gives you the will to choose life over death in all in all situations in all circumstances especially in your heart in your thoughts that whatever you think when some evil thoughts come at you when some evil thought come at you you bring them under submission in the name of Jesus Christ you bring them under the submission of the knowledge that you have of God that God is good and he is good all the time and i pray that god in whatever you see in whatever your failures whatever the failure that you see all the work of the enemy that is happening around you that god may remind you that his word and his name is above is exalted above all things and that no matter what the world can throw at you be proud and continue praising him because if you bear the name you are secure forever john 3:16 says if you believe in the son says god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that who whoever believes in him shall, shall, shall not be you know shall not be what does it say um shall not perish but shall have eternal life and i pray that you believe in him in all circumstances whatever troubles whatever struggles you just praise god because you bear the name you stand in your belief you stand in your faith it might not look good out there it might not look shiny it might not look world it might not look up to date it might not be something that the world can clap hands for it might not be something that's attractive in the world but stand on god he is faithful and he is just And if you bear the name you are a Christian and for you there will no longer be condemnation you will not perish you will have eternal life That is not me talking that what the word of God says and the word of God is true and his word is spirit it is spirit and it is true and that's what Jesus Christ said we must worship our God in spirit and in truth It doesn't say in flesh and in earthly things So I pray this that may your lives abound in joy peace love and all the fruits of the holy spirit and the holy ghost all done in truth and in knowledge of him knowledge of him and his word living it embracing it rejoicing in it forever and ever forever and ever amen